Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would you like to contribute to the conversation? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in? Jay Talking with Bradley Jay. I listen to morning with the sun up. I'm busy. WBZ News Radio 1030. I tune my radio to AM 1030. The radio's all yours now. I talk to a man whose name is Bradley J. Improved my mind in a wonderful way. I just called in to see what condition conversation was in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, what condition conversation was in. Here we go. 12.09, you are Jay talking WBZ. We're live midnight to five, and our guest is Craig Fitzgerald from bestride.com. What's going on, Bradley? Here, uh, heretofore known as Fitzy. I forgot to That's tell you Fitzy. <laughs> That's right. We, uh, we were going to change my name. Fitzy. Okay, good. That sounds and you have great. Three, you have three... Uh, Three things right out of the gate here to talk about. Three big headlines when it comes to automotive. Exactly. What do you got? So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, I think at some point tonight, is Volvo is introducing technology on on its cars that's going to monitor you as the driver. And if it senses that you're impaired in any way, whether that's by drugs or alcohol or some kind of a medical issue, uh, the car is going to intervene and pull itself to the side of the road. It knows how to where the side of the road is. It sure, yeah. So I mean, that's basically like a lane keeping assist. Okay, you know. So what it's going to do is slow itself down, put put the four way flashes on, and get itself to the side of the road. Now, how does it sense impairment from someone driving poorly? Yeah, yeah. I so so right now in in a lot of cars, Subaru's got this technology too. It's monitoring your eye movements to find out if you're tired. So uh, the Subaru technology is basically about being tired, but I think the in the background, it's also, if you're impaired, it's, it, 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 all it does is issue a warning though. It doesn't, it doesn't intervene. Volvo is saying, we're gonna pull it to the side of the road. Do you now, happen to know how impaired you have to be? Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's any. Uh, I can't remember if we've, we've we've talked about any specifics. And this isn't technology that's going to be in cars tomorrow. This is something that's probably, you know, a year or two down the road. But it's coming, and it's coming pretty fast. So we're gonna ask you right away, folks, how you feel about that. Are you a little bit upset that the man is deciding for you when you're impaired or not? <coughs> is it? It doesn't have any chemical sensors, right? It's no, just, no. If you, so, what so, if you kind of like? Turn right and left and right a little bit to to say avoid a rabbit. No, I think, think I think it's really it's really about your eye movements and about you know your how much of your eye is exposed. You know what I mean? Like if you're falling asleep, it, it would it would sense that and intervene. If you can't it focus on the eyes. road, right, right. So for example, 
there was that couple. I don't know if you read about this up in up in Maine uh, over the last couple of weeks. Who uh, their son was one of the sports reporters for the uh, Portland Press Herald. They were coming back from uh, uh, she, uh, the wife had a medical issue. She was down at the hospital, and they were driving home. And the husband uh, had a heart attack, and they crashed, and they both died. And I think that's the kind of thing, you know, the impairment is going to get the news, but impairment is any kind of impairment. Right. It's a medical deal, too. So, I mean, that would have preve- that would have saved a life, at least one. So it'll, it'll help out if you fall asleep, too, right, for exactly. tiredness. Exactly. So it's not just you drinking. Right. It's you doing anything that causes your eyes right. to droop. And I have the, kind the, of a lazy the, eye. The, what if I have one eye drooping? No, I, I, I mean, I really think it's it's, you know... It's severe impairment. Hmm. So, like, you know, when you're drunk, you can't track. You, your eyes just can't can't track the road the way they should. They wander all over the it place, seems like you know? you'd be impaired way before your eyes got to that point, right? That, it really doesn't take much, is huh. my understanding. I mean, it's, it's probably more than legal impairment for this thing to shut itself down. Does it have a catchy... Phrase the name. Uh, what they no, call it? no, like drunk snooze, alert or yeah. no dose. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Wow. All right. Uh, does anyone have a problem with that, or is it a good thing? I don't really see any problem with that. Do you? I. You know, it's the reason that most people die in car accidents is somebody's impaired. So yep. something's got to happen. I mean, that's thirty something thousand people a year that get killed in 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 literally by drunk drivers. Are there any uh, moves to? And I'm. I mean, this seriously. Have a car disable itself if a person drives like an idiot? Well, that's the next step, isn't it? That's the question. It's not out there. Like The car must be able to sense if you're passing excessively. Like, back and forth, back and forth. But maybe you need to get to the hospital. So maybe you need to pass excessively. Or maybe, hey, if you go over at super top speed, the car says... Sorry, can't do that. We're just going to pull you over and well, so you're so all that's done for so, an hour. Or so that's like the that. next step, and I think that's the question with uh, with this technology is, hey, the drunk driving is great. What if you're just not that great a driver? Well, maybe you shouldn't be on the road. Maybe you shouldn't be on the road. <laughs> maybe it's you know maybe that's the case is that you're you know we're going to monitor this to the point what if where it pulls you over and calls the police automatically. That's easy. Well, so that's the step that it's not that that I don't know if it's taking. I have to look and see if yeah, it will. It'll alert the authorities. Ooh, that's gonna That's a big step. Mm. Like so, what if you're just tired? Why do you need the authorities? Get to the side of the road, you know, take you a little get nap. into the system. Right. Gee whiz. Well, that's tough. Any folks, what do you think? Save lives, but alerts the authority. Would you buy that? If you've had one too many uh, one too many donuts and need to pull to the side of the road and take a little nap and the authorities are alerted on you, yeah. is that legit? I can't see anybody who drinks, like goes to a bar and then drives home, is going to want to have the car pull them over and call the police on them so they can get busted for DUI. <laughs> right, right. So what do you have to do? You have to go, you, now you have to buy a BMW. You can't buy a Volvo. You got to go to another brand. I don't, I don't imagine that your average Volvo driver <laughs> is out, is out tying one on and driving. I don't, I, I would think that the demographics would show that, 
your I guess average Volvo driver is a big boozer. Like what tying one on is, and I guess it's judged by your droopy eyes. Right. So you're well into way too drunk to drive. Right. You have droopy eyes. Right. You're not. You know, I just came from the Sox game and had two beers in the bleachers, and now maybe you know, parents would get it for their teenage. Maybe they would kids. Maybe they would. All right. Folks, mull that over and give us a shout. Is that something you think is a good thing or a bad thing? Is it the man sticking his nose in your business too much, or is it a great use of technology? All of this, all of this stuff is coming along too. You know, this is this is all technology that's kind of going to be upon us in the next five or ten years, where you're going to be making fewer decisions yeah. for yourself behind the wheel. Now, we have uh, more. Uh, Potential overreach by the man <laughs> messing with your freedoms by Ford. Right. The Ford and Mustang people. Right. So this is the GT500, which is traditionally the hot rod of the the Hellcat of, of Ford's lineup. Yes. And this edition of the GT500 is going to be limited to 180 miles an hour. Which is with weird. A, with... My understanding is it's automatic only now. They're not going to offer, even offer it with a stick. That's crazy, right? To me, I that is that kind of car. Like, if you, if you're going to go 180, what what, dif- what difference does it make? Why, well, you know? First, you you don't have that much of a problem with the automatic. It's, I don't. It's better because than, nowadays, yeah. I mean, it's automatic shifts better shift than faster it. and right, better. Right. But there is something about the There's manual visceral. action, visceral, about making it happen. It's kind of like being at the slot machine and not having an arm <laughs> to pull. <laughs> yeah, don't right. you hate that? Right. Yeah. You just yeah. push the button. Where's the? That's awful. And now you don't even have to push the button. I don't think. I don't, they want to just take your money as fast as they can. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Beside the point. If you're going to have that car, you kind of want the whole. You experience. want the whole package. Yeah. You, you really do. I mean, to, to me, that's the, that's the point of it. And and then especially when, you know, if you're that kind of buyer and, f- you know, f- the Ford product is we're limited to 180, we've only got it automatic. And then over a Chrysler, we're limited to nothing and you can get an automatic or a stick. That seems to me to be driving customers right into the right into the Chrysler showroom. Any idea what the thinking is on the 180? If if you wanted to put a limit on something, you wouldn't you put it on the lim- the limit way before 180. Yeah, that seems like awful high to me. 40 or 30 right. or something. Right. Well, exactly. And why bother? No one's going to go 180. You could not go 180. Am I correct? On a uh, well, on Route 93 even. Right. Something would right. happen before you got to 180. You would think so. You'd come upon a person, a police officer, right. a skunk, or something. Right. Exactly. You know, you could be out in in uh, Nevada somewhere and probably get that up past 180. But even then, I mean, that seemed that's that's ridiculously fast. Don't you think in Nevada they ought to make kind of an autobahn with no limit? Should yeah. there be one place in the United States, the land of the free, right? Where well, so there, there no was limit? for a while, right? That was reasonable and prudent, quote unquote, for a little while out out in Nevada or Utah or somewhere. Who I mean, wants reasonable improvement. Right, right. You want it's not that go as fast as you want to go. Right. Whatever German the German right. equivalent of reasonable improvement is. I think that's going to go away in Germany. By the way. Yeah. Uh, my 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 thought is that they're not going to have that very much longer. How come? Because uh, I think there's too many people on the road. 
I think this, I, I think we've gotten you know in the 1950s and 60s it was a great idea because there were like 12 cars, and now there's you know populations getting you know more people, more wealth, more cars, and and I think it's it's causing them some issues there. You're a car person. I am. You drive. Where's what's your position on bicycles and now scooters? In over in Brooklyn, they're limit. They're littering. They're just kind of tossing. So I've had. Out, I, 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 and uh, I'm I'm bummed out about it. About I you? had this conversation just yesterday on my Facebook page with my friends uh, about scooters and bicycles. Right. So, so there was the Brookline thing. I don't know if you saw it or not. They it was like within five minutes of an event that they had to cut the ribbon on this scooter program. Right. Somebody was like in the parking lot had fallen over with a head injury. I mean, it's like. People are going to get hurt on these things, which is which is one thing. But, you know, go ahead, knock yourself out, literally. The problem with them is that they end up everywhere. Like, I love the hub bike program because there's a docking station. You rent the bike, you ride around, you bring it to a, 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 a another station, and that's the end of your trip. But with these things, you just leave them places. Already it looks kind of like they've just been thrown around. Right. Strewn, they're not knocked over, but they're just... Four here. It's it's an eyesore. Four of these green things here. Right. Four here. Three. Just, hey, who are you to put your product all over right. the public space to make money? So Quincy, Quincy had Lime Bike. Is that what it was called last there year? There was such a thing, yes, Lime and Bike. So the, they had that last, uh, last summer, and those bikes were everywhere. They were in people's driveways. They were in the crosswalk. They're, you know, like everywhere. And, you know, people were throwing them in the river because they— <laughs> You know, they ended up on your front yard, and it's like, hey, let's get rid of this thing. So, and and what happened? What happens with these companies is that they're fly-by-night operations, and they're gone in six months. Why do these towns allow that? I don't know. That that well, that's the problem. So the tax I'm all revenue, for. Uh, I don't get it. And why don't they? I think, I think a, with Lime Bike, they just showed up. I don't think they had permission really? to be there. It's all about the money. Yeah. What about the quality of life? Yep. It's a public space, and yep. now it's littered. It's literally, oops, it's literally littered. Yeah, exactly. It's is it's it, crazy. Did I alliterate? And then you know, I, I mean, there's part of me is like, uh, you can't just n- say we can't have nice things because everybody's going to be a jerk with them. That that that's one thing. So like, if people are going to ride them fast or crash into people. It's that's kind of one thing. The, the the just leaving things all over the place that's a problem I oh, mean it, it's okay. got it's got to be docked somewhere I'm, I'm okay with it if like okay at the end of your trip this is where you're gonna park this thing and and that's it I'm not know? okay with it for there's an additional reason that's the sidewalk that are they gonna ride them in the street Doubt, doubtful are they gonna ride them in bike lanes and compete with bikes right and get wiped out by bikes. Are they going to ride them on the sidewalk? They're going to ride them on the sidewalk, along yep. with the people in bikes. I'm walking down the sidewalk the other day, and there's a bicycle coming at me, and there's a, there's a bike lane right there. <laughs> I say, dude, there's a bike lane! <laughs> He's like, he just was smug and quiet and rode by yep. in a superior way. Yep. With his, Bicyc- <laughs> bicyclists <laughs> are, are, are not their own best friends in a lot of, lot of circumstances. And I'm sure I'm going to hear from angry bicyclists, but and it's just super unsafe for bicycles. This morning, I got off the T. I walked past a cyclist who was waiting at a crosswalk. I take two steps, and she's screaming at a motorist who almost killed her. Yeah, and it's just it is unsafe. Yeah. All right. 
I guess it's good we address that because it, it is related to vehicles. Craig Fitzgerald of bestride.com. Fitzy. Why, am, why can't I just say Fitzy? I was, it doesn't seem it's going to take you a while. Fitzy. Hey, Fitzy. All right. There was a third thing. Do you remember what it was, or do we have to take a break to remember? I think I'm going to have to take a break to remember. I no, can't remember we, what it was. We, we still have four minutes before the break. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I uh, four I, minutes. Okay, here's something that I, I ran by you. Folks, I wanted to include you in this even further. We we have reached out to you at 617... And to have you call 617-254-1030 to talk about your muscle car, which you're welcome to do. Even if you have before, I forget. I forget what you said. You can call again. <laughs> but if you, what have you done for aftermarket stuff to your car, and when did you do it? We're kind of taking a poll on on that. <clears throat> like, here's what I'm talking about. I had a Mustang. I got it. It was rusty. It was maroon, and so I got paint. But that's not what I'm talking about. I got the chrome air cleaner cover, air filter thing. I got blue plug wires and i got blue head covers and stuff like that what did you do what did you do to your car what are the other options what do people do well they raise it they lower it they you, you buy jack it up they, when you buy a new car now yeah uh there the aftermarket has expanded to great lengths but then also the manufacturer is offering stuff that the manufacturer just uh, that the aftermarket sort of can't yeah and when you buy it at the time of purchase, all of that stuff is covered by the vehicle warranty. So, you know, if, if you, oh, that was the other thing we were going to talk about, the Jeep Gladiator. Oh, yeah. You go and buy yourself a brand new Jeep Gladiator. There are 200 Mopar options or accessories that you can purchase for that vehicle and have them protected under the vehicle's original warranty, which is, and you can finance it into the, the original cost of the the vehicle too, so it's that what you're seeing is people are buying accessories for their cars immediately when they purchase their yeah. car, and then they sort of don't do it again. You know, the Jeeps are a little different, but most people are going they're going to buy a couple accessories. You know, buy a roof rack or something like that when they buy the car f first. And then never do anything again. And to me, like that's that's a time you everybody should look at the aftermarket. Like you've been driving your car for five years, you pretty much know what it's all about. It's and now you've got an opportunity, right? Exactly. And now it's you know it's it's an opportunity to reinvigorate your love affair with your car, to find out what's out there. You can put a you know a Rorty exhaust on it, or you can put some mud flaps. Mud flaps on there. You can do anything <laughs> to kind of keep yourself interested in that car and get another three or four years out of it before you need to make another payment. I just I sort of came up with this because I part of the automotive experience is to is the going into the auto parts store. Right, and I just it's tough to go in there and not buy a bunch of stuff. I love Rain-X. I Armor all, all that stuff. I say to myself every time I go to the auto parts, you want to come to the auto parts store? Nah, I'm good. I, if my dad asked me to go to the auto parts store when I was a kid, I would have jumped right out of my seat. I loved going in those places. All I, I wanted to do was look at the exhaust tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, where do you find stuff like that? That's awesome. We have to, I have to ask you how you got so into cars so early. That's pretty early. Can we go look at exhaust tips? Yeah, <laughs> yeah at the ADAP. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're talking automotive stuff. We have the automotive guy, Craig Fitzgerald, and he's from BestRide.com. What is BestRide.com again? Uh, so it's an automotive Buying service, research service. It gives you access to inventory at dealers all over the country. If you're looking for something specific, we can help you do that. And then I write a whole bunch of content for that site. Any and, cool articles? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, cool articles. And what do you got recently for articles? And the the big thing that's uh, that's out right now is the uh, the 2020 Jeep Gladiator, ah. which. Uh, um, I drove last week. And we I just, want to recap what we talked about. Then we'll get right sure. to that. We talked yep. about a Volvo that will pull over and park if you if it senses that you are impaired. Is that what you want? We have a Mustang now, a Mustang GT500. The new, the new model is only a, uh, only a, an automatic, and it has a cap on the top speed. Why would anyone buy a fast car with a cap on it? Do you agree? Six one seven two five four ten thirty and I'm always curious about stuff over your lifetime that you've tended to buy at the auto parts store, or maybe you went further than that, aftermarket stuff. A, a complete, you know, maybe you got the complete new exhaust, or maybe you just had those screw-on exhaust tips right. like I did. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of wobble around and and actually cause the your actual tailpipe to rust off. I, I went and bought an exhaust tip before I even had a car. I just went and bought it. I just thought it was cool to buy it. They had, like, they had all... Different kinds of exhaust tips in the auto parts store in those days. Wait, they don't, did they you don't really have the, They don't really have them as much now. But what one did you favor? It was just the slash, the baloney cut slash cut. Oh, okay. You the know, angle. I always thought it was cool. Is it called the baloney cut? Chrome. That's what I called it, but I don't know if that's what they call it officially or not. I guess it's a good time. Speaking of aftermarket stuff, uh, I guess my friend Lydia is sleeping and not going to call, but she has a beef, a bone to pick with you. She got mad at me. Yes. And you. And me. Because we uh, we gave her a hard time about the black wheels. We, on we her just black talked. Did we give her charger. a hard time or did we just. I think we just. black wheels. I think we did. I think and she I happened did. happened to have them. Exactly. And she has them and her. And it, it, the, the photo of her car came up in her Facebook memories. And I think it, re, it reignited Today it her, her anger with, with the both of us. So we didn't like blackout wheels. We no. thought they looked dumb. Well,. I think what if you have an entire blackout car, which she kind of has? Right. So her car is black. The wheels are black. Tires are black. Like no white letter on the tires or anything. And it just to me, the wheels disappear. They just everything goes away. And it could be a, a police cruiser for all I know. I like a no. I don't like a chrome wheel. I like a, a like a polished aluminum wheel. I think is a good looking. That's a good looking. And what is thing. yours? American American Racing. American Racing. That's right. right. That's your favorite. That's an brand American of Racing wheel. torque thrust. Is what I like. <laughs> hey, is this a man thing that we're doing, here? Or, or do women? We get a lot of female callers, don't we? Yes, we, we do. We get like fifty percent, right? We get. I think we get when a, folks call it, which is uh, not happening now. I think inexplicably, we get, a, we get an excellent mix of m men and women. We have, 
We even have one woman that calls most times to ask us some sort of question. Exactly. Like, and they're always interested. What are your what are your three dream right. convertibles? Right. Kind what three questions. cars for movies would you want to? And yeah, that's a, a woman question. who calls with I that. I know. She's really good. She's really good. And I I, I, I always enjoy uh, you know, the questions from people who are like, I need to go to my dealer for X. You know, do you think it's a good idea to go to the dealer or not? Yeah, you're always available kind of for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't say that, and we should have. That's a service that Greg provides on this program. Things like, should I stay or should I go? Should, should I stay or should I go? Should I, should I trade it or, or trade should, it? Yeah. Should I lease it or buy it? Yep. Or this is the kind of, these are the, the things I'm looking for in a car. What is a good car for those right. things? Well done, communicator Bradley. <laughs> You're <laughs> like a highly paid communicator. Professional at this. Yeah. <laughs> certain things you want in the car. What car has those things? Six one seven two five four ten thirty. Okay, now feel free to call on any of that stuff, friends. In the meantime, we're going to talk about this new thing, which is really intriguing to me. It's kind of intriguing because it has an old school pickup truck look. With all kinds of new fangled features, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, talking about the Jeep. It's the 2020 Jeep Gladiator. Gladiator, right? So the, what it what it looks like is a Jeep Wrangler, which I think everybody knows what that is. Traditional Jeep, uh, but with built with a pickup bed on it, and and that that kind of gives, you know, Jeep was very careful to say this isn't just a Wrangler with a bed on it. They've really engineered a light-duty truck, mid-sized light-duty truck, to compete with the likes of the Toyota Tacoma and the uh, Chevy Colorado and the new Ford Ranger. It is competitive and beats those in a lot of ways, which I wasn't ready. I, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, I, I got on the plane to go out to Sacramento to drive this thing, and I had an idea in my head of what this truck was, and I also had an idea in my head of what it was going to cost and what I would want out of it, right? So the the one that I wanted on the plane on the way out there was the Rubicon and with everything on it, getting me to my guess was about $60,000, which is absurd to for me, you. For, for, for me yeah. and for anybody really buying a light-duty pickup truck. What I didn't realize until I got out there was that you can buy these things. The, the pricing starts at $33.5 for the Sport, and then you step up to the Sport S, which is a which is a, a essentially a package the sport, for about sport. twenty about twenty five hundred. What's S stands for? Is that stand for Sport? I would think so. So that means it's, it's the, the Sport Sport, sport. right? Okay. So it's it it gives you it there's there's a little bit of equipment and it also opens up some options that are that are kind of interesting. But the int the cool thing for me is the one that I would be happy with is about thirty seven, thirty eight thousand dollars, which is a lot better than sixty. Yeah. To me. It's uh what I didn't realize until I got out there was that every trim level has a Dana 44 axle front and rear, which that's the gold standard for for off-road vehicle What is axles. the Dana 44 axle? It's what? the beefiest axle. I mean, there's a Dana 62, but that's that's overkill. 
Dana 44 is really what you want under a four-wheel drive vehicle. They're, they're stout. What's the 44 mean? It's, it's 44 just millimeters their own. Or? No, it's okay. just their own internal designation for this the thing. Dana but 44. It's a, it's a beefy front and rear axle. And the so if you buy a Wrangler, the, the Sport and, and the lesser Wranglers, aside from the Rubicon, they all get a Dana 30 up front and a 35 in the rear. The Dana 44s, they're $2,500 a piece from Mopar. So you can buy those for your Jeep, but it's going to cost you $2,500 an axle or $2,000 per axle. So for an extra two grand from the price of a Wrangler, you get a bed and you get $4,000 worth of axles, standard across the board. That, to me, is a huge advantage for that thing. Think they're going to sell a whole bunch of these? They will sell every one of them they make the first year. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And, you and, think you that's know, a low introductory price, and next time it'll be more money? No, actually, I th- no, I don't think that. And I actually, the introductory price, the very first one of these things, which is going to be available on for one day only, on 4x4 four four day, April 4th, is sixty grand. That's fully loaded. It's called the Launch Edition. It's got everything they can throw at it. It's only available to order for a day, and I think they're going to build 400 or so. But That's coming up. That's tomorrow. That's, that's tomorrow. So you can order this this launch edition on tomorrow, and it's going to have everything on it. There's basically no options. You click yes or no, and you place your order, and you're Just, done. Do you want to buy this vehicle? So, yes. So that's that's they're coming out of the gate with the most expensive one. Yeah. And then they're going to sort of you know you know within a few days you're going to be able to order any any trim. You know I think I think they I they're probably they're you're probably going to find that dealers are going to add a markup on these things for a little while and deservedly so like people are going to be beating down their doors to buy them how can they do that if they know the price oh because the, because the demand, the demand is, so, is so, high. so so high for it you know if you've got you know it's like selling a house if somebody wants to pay you over asking price that's their we know you know how much it costs right but we have the vehicle right and if you want it you have to give us extra you got to give us extra money huh so what about why can't you just buy it from the the, the manufacturer, manufacturer can't cannot do that. Is that against the law? It is against the law. How come? Well, it's it's the franchise agreement that the the manufacturer has with the dealers. So the the manufacturer has an agreement that says you're our franchisee and we will not sell vehicles oh, does direct. The uh, dealers require that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the that's what makes the dealer relevant in 2019 right. That's the only when, thing. when everything is the only thing yeah. that really has not changed in the way you buy it. Huh? Right. Cause I can just picture, well, I kind of picture Tokyo where there's machines to buy everything. It's right. Blade runnery looking. Right. And there's a machine to buy a car. Yeah. And you just, you know, put in your card and hit the button and it says, yeah, your car will arrive in two weeks. You used to have to go to a store to buy a mattress, and you don't have to go to the store to buy a mattress anymore. They just they just show up at your house and inflate themselves in your home. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, it's the only thing that you need hmm. to buy that 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 you still buy the same way you did in the 1950s. And you know, I'm I you're you know, okay with it. I'm okay with it to a certain degree. 
But at some point, because the dealers have to be there to service those cars, otherwise they wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. If you could buy it directly from the manufacturer, then the manufacturer would have to have stores all over the place to service those vehicles. Why couldn't you just go to oh break now? Why couldn't you just go to a a repair place? They don't have to be a dealer. Well, I mean, so one way or another, a manufacturer has to have it. You know, if there wasn't a dealer, they would have to have some manufacturer service center where you'd go and service those vehicles. Right. That's a huge expense for a manufacturer. Okay. After this break, I want to hear a, a real detailed physical description. Sure. I've seen it, so I get it, but I'm going to try to coax and tease a super detailed image for everyone to, uh, for, out of you for them. Callers take priority, 617-254-1030. And we have Mike in Boston. Hello, Mike. Hello, how's it going? Mike, what's happening? Hi, Craig. Um, I just really, I want to talk about geese, but I was... I can't hear you very well. Can you speak right in the phone? I'm sorry. How's there that? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I'm considering a 2019 Jeep Cherokee... Um, let me see. What is it? Uh, Cherokee Limited 4x4. I, yep. I got a really bad connection. I'm sorry. Call, you have to call back on another phone, Mike. I have to do it, because people in the car, they're not going to be able to hear you. I hate to do that. Come go to a different location, maybe a landline. Hopefully, he'll call back. In the meantime, the, the extremely artistic painting you're going to paint in the minds of the folks on this uh, gladiator, this Jeep gladiator, looks cool. Right. I'm going to bring up a. It's 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 big, right? It's it's long, and it's got the look of a traditional Jeep. I don't know. I don't know if people remember the CJ8, the Scrambler at all, but if like that profile is like it's a it's a tall cab. It's a real, you know, two box design basically. It's a the the, the cab is a, a a rectangle and it's got a rectangle sitting on top of it that you know where which is where you're sitting, and it's just very upright, old school looking. Um, it's a kind of military slant to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can you can look at it like it's like it's a Humvee almost kind of kind of feel to it. Yeah, it much has an old pickup truck feel. Yeah, definitely does. Very boxy, very squared off. Um, you know, and and the key to this thing, which makes it you know, so it's very competitive with the Toyota Tacoma. It's got better towing capacity. It's got better payload, which it's a legitimate truck. That's the thing that you need to understand. It's got essentially the rear suspension from a Ram 1500 under it, um, so it, it's a it's a legitimate truck, but uh, it's it's competitive in size with the Tacoma, and um, the top comes off. I mean that's like that's why you buy a Jeep. That's why. So I've I've always wanted a Wrangler. I always thought the Wranglers were great. I could never really justify it because it's not useful enough. Yeah, you know, it there's no very little cargo volume in it, and uh, you know you can't, you know, throw a motorcycle in the back of it. You can't throw your, you know, your leaves to go to the dump and all that kind of stuff in the back of it. So it's like it's a lot of money for something that really is just a toy. Whereas this is much more useful. And uh, you know you you can do a lot more with it than you can with a with a Wrangler. So it has two doors. I mean four doors. Well, they all come off, and the 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 roof and the door, the doors come off. So you, right. 
It's just be like a sled. Exactly. Open sled. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So it's just a just a wide open, wide open vehicle. You know the the um, uh, you can you you can take the doors off. I would imagine most people are not going to take the doors off. I would take them off and leave them off. <laughs> it's like if there's a summertime. I think I just leave the thing wide open. If I live somewhere where it didn't rain at all, that's all that that's all I'd want to do with it. Anything stand out? Like I, what I'm looking at has a maybe this is a trim package, but a weird fog lights down on the bumper that kind of stand out. Yeah. So so those are the those are basic. I think those are the daytime running lights okay. um, that aren't actually so and that one that's the overland that you're looking at so that's got the led light package too um the the standard the sport model doesn't have the the led lights the the thing everybody wants to do with the jeep is throw all kinds of accessories at it so people are going to put you know driving lights and off-road lights and all kinds of stuff on it so you mentioned there are 200 things that you can buy for 200 from mopar 200 uh, there's a manufacturer, right, original operating yep. equipment things. Yep. So there's, you know, there's a rack that goes on, on, on top of the bed that you can put bicycles in that does not impinge your ability to put things in the bed. So you've got a bike rack essentially on top of the bed, and then you've got full access to the bed underneath. There's a slide-out steel uh, tool box that you can put in this thing. It's They've got everything for it tube tube doors and uh, you know is all this kinds a man of crazy thing stuff. no okay absolutely i wanted, not. I wanted to, to ask you that so you say no no absolutely not and and uh um my my niece actually drives a wrangler um she's she's in, in love with this thing she th- thinks it's awesome i mean i you know whether or not you know women are going to buy the, the 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 gladiator or not i think they probably sell as many wranglers to women as they do to men yeah actually this you know i think it's, it's viewed as kind of a beats vehicle yeah not exactly to undermine the reason super fun super fun, fun is, vehicle yep so you know i look at a pickup i i mean tacomas are great they do one thing to me you know they're 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 and they're not particularly fun this thing just screams fun to me now that we're getting maybe a little more equality between men and women. Do manufacturers spend less time marketing to separate genders? Maybe you haven't drilled down on that. It seemed like they maybe they didn't need to. Uh, yeah, I think they still market specifically to genders, and I think they need to. I think they need to do still. To, it's it's funny. Like there's this there's the outreach that the manufacturer does to women. And then there's the disconnect between women and dealerships. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so you know, what? Well, the hard work that the manufacturer does gets they undermined do by the way that dealer treats them. Exactly. And and you know, they, the dealers have been doing a lot better work of late to to just communicate with whoever walks through the door. They need to get maybe more female people at the dealer. Let's take a break. Yeah. This is really. I, we should I talk want, about that. I want one of these, of course, too. If I move to somewhere where you can drive forever, I will get one right away. It would be on the top of my list. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.